Daniel and Josh back for another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. So happy that a lot of you fans that have kind of been hibernating for the offseason have climbed back upon the B-O-O-T Peaky Blinders bandwagon. Josh and I are happy to have you. Always interesting now, Josh, to just be monitoring the internet every day. I mean, for multitude of reasons, but to get more peaky content and constantly see these little inklings of pictures that we're going to spend today talking about, it, it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's, it's akin to those that are uh, like addicted to the stock market right now. Everyone just wants to get a, get def- a taste of that peaky. No, it's, it's definitely great because as we've been saying time and time again, I keep on hammering this home, like this is the closest thing that we've had to peaky, like these little droplets these little, you know, teases, I guess they are, they're, they're basically teases. Cause like, that's the only way to get people back excited. I mean, obviously people who listen to this podcast, me and you, we love Peaky Blinders. We don't need those teasers to get excited, but it's also to gain interest to people who haven't maybe watched it. They're like, Oh, what is this show? So, I mean, they, they have to market it in some way. Hopefully people haven't forgot about it, but it's, it's so exciting to, to, to see those little teasers here and there. And, There's definitely one teaser that we just saw that's pretty interesting. Yep. Last time you heard Josh and I here on Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, we were freaking out about the news, just the the news, the breaking news that season six started filming. And now we're starting to get some pictures. You know, I think, I think for the proper reason, Anthony Byrne and Stephen Knight are not like secretive, right? Like you want to be promoting this because it's kind of that got that cult following. So to be secretive would be detrimental to the growth of Peaky Blinders for season six. So they've been good on social media, at least Anthony Byrne. And we're going to get a lot of our stuff from Anthony Byrne, from different reporters that have followed the, the Peaky Blinders sphere. I really want to give a shout out because a lot of these pictures that we're, we're going to be looking at came from the Instagram of Peaky Blinders season six. That's the headline. I've been chatting with her over in the UK. She is a a great follow on Instagram. But the first one I want to talk about, Josh, is the fact that we are seeing it's not just going to be American versus maybe UK. Like we thought Michael might be moving to America and that might be the the headlining story. Well, the the Scottish Harbor has been pictured as um, the, the Harbor of Portsoy being transformed into a French village, thanks to uh, Daniel Forsyth, to kind of give us a little bit of, of talking points on what you think may be going on. We have not been across the border in Peaky Blinders over to France yet. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's a tease. It's a good tease. And also we haven't met any French characters. We, we know of no contact between the French and the Shelby clan or any of the Peaky clan. It's, it's interesting. I mean, we've seen the Italians, we've seen the Russians, we've seen, you know, the Irish, right? Seen an American or two. So it's interesting that they're crossing over into a new, uh, a new territory, so to say, because that kind of would leave lead into the world war and, and it ending with, with the, uh, with world war two. So it's definitely very interesting. It's, it's, it'd be cool because it, because we're so used to seeing Italians, we saw Sabini, we saw the Changretas. The Russians was a nice little twist. The Americans was also like a nice little twist with Gina. And so it would, it's really cool how Peaky Blinders is dipping its toe 
it is toes into every single kind of ethnicity. I don't want to tease. I don't want to delay it. Like, I want to break it down right now because in, in my mind, there's, this is one of two things. And the first one is what you're saying in that we're going to go, you know, across the border in season six and it'll lead up into World War II or the movie, how, what have you. But the other one, and the one that I'm a little bit more partial to, is a theory that maybe this is a flashback. Because we've definitely heard could, France talked about a lot yes. in this show. I mean, at yes. least once an episode, it feels like Tommy's referring to France. So I would, I would love to see some, that would be some, cool more, some more scenes. We have talked about that so often. That we want to see more war scenes. We saw a, a couple scenes. We saw when they were in the uh, in the bunkers when they were when the they were mines, climbing. right? And that was awesome to see that insight. And we had talked about a, a spinoff, like a kind of a prequel of the Shelby of Arthur and Tommy, you know, during World War One. And that's a really good prediction on your. I never thought about that because it would be kind of reminiscent of his him having his like ptsd and him holding the gun to his head and maybe 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 the show opens maybe the show starts with the gun to his head and instead he's about to put his hands on the trigger and all of a sudden it flashes back to that big memory Ooh, i don't know i don't know this these are the kind of things that that we can brainstorm now with these little teasers i really like where you're going there because that would, and I, of course I'm going to like it for this reason, because that would then play perfectly into my prediction that season six jumps forward a certain amount of time. And Michael is settled in America and all that stuff. That's, it just feels more right than having to think of a way to get Michael and Gina out of you know, Birmingham and, and all that kind of controversy and drama going on with the, the Mosley you know, near shooting and all that stuff. It's just such a, such a messy scenario, right? Think about that, because you've got all of these shootings and these killings on, on stage, right? Because Oswald Mosley's crew ended up killing a bunch of people. So it's like that, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that, Josh. Another thing that they posted, and it's just more pictures from Scotland, um, the pub in Porzoi called the Shore Inn has been transformed. The same uh, pub that was used years ago, it's been transformed back into now Hotel Lalane. And it's another thing, the, the pictures on the wall, and we'll post this onto our Facebook page uh, once, once my Facebook decides not to be hacked anymore because it, it's great. It's great to not be able to access your Facebook. But we'll get pictures of these up. It's got like a poisons factory is what it looks like it's on the wall. The other one is a charcuterie. And that's, that feels two, like war to me. Two very different things. Oh, definitely. Meat <laughs> and poison. It would that would be interesting as well, poison, because have we really seen we see everything like things that are very contrary to poison. We see every way to kill a man. Right. We see just, you know, take your gun, pull the trigger, take your blade, slice them in the throat. It's it, they're not hiding their ways to kill. So that would kind of imply that potentially Oswald Mosley, the one who Tommy cannot defeat would possibly be defeated through poison if they want to stray away from the actual events of history. All possible. Another um, little leak from Anthony Byrne was the uh, quote that he revealed there was a new way of shooting season six. And I just wanted to just, this is a good old fashioned news dump here. And, and the, the new way to, that he's shooting it was created by Stephen Knight 
based off of these long sequences that are like a Sergio Leone style, slow building sequence of a lot of moving parts, slowly merging. And, uh, and Byrne says it's pretty great. Steve, he calls him Steve. Steve Knight hasn't written anything like that in any of previous seasons or any of his other works. And I mean, any, anything, I'm not, I don't think either of us are very uh, savvy in the production well, does that atmosphere. Is kind of like, uh, like the movie 19, is 1917? I know what you're thinking about. And yeah, the Where fact that it was one, one scene, or, I'm not sure. I think it's how, more. How Vince Gilligan kind of films Breaking Bad. I think it's I think it's more like Mandalorian, where it's like a, an ode to the westerns. Because Sergio Leone, he wrote, you know, and made excuse me, the the good, the bad, the ugly. Once upon a time in the West, yeah. um, and so that some of these older, he he's an old western filmmaker, but of Italian creation. He was actually credited as the creator of the spaghetti western. So I think that's kind of what what um, Favreau does in the Mandalorian by his like hat tips to a lot of these old spaghetti Westerns. So maybe, maybe that's, maybe it's going to be a lot of built out dramatic scenes. I mean, we're just, we're yeah, just that at the would tip. Be, I mean, I have no problem with how they want to do the, the end their show. And if it's a great film, if it's great filming, it's great production. Like I'm all here for it. I love like the best movies and the best TV shows are when they pay the closest attention to those kind of details. And they, and they, spend their time on the production. So I would love that. So I do want to mention, we've gotten a fantastic amount of reception and emails and messages about the Packy Lee interview. And Josh and I just recorded an episode basically breaking down the Packy Lee interview that, that we did a couple weeks ago. And, and that's over on patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. And you know, if you guys really do enjoy listening to us, even, you know, it's just a small donation essentially to get more episodes and really just help, help Josh and I out as we, you know, started this for fun, continue to have a lot of fun doing it, but it's always great to uh, have one or two meals a month extra based off of, you know, the appreciation of you guys. So go ahead and check out patreon.com slash by order Peaky. I want to read over a few of the emails because if you send us an email, we're going to respond. If you send us an email, we're going to, you know, we're going to shout you out. And so we've got a couple of them. The first one is from Lisa from New York City. She says Staten Island, but don't hold that against her. And she wanted to reach out to us, tell us how excited she is that Peaky's back filming. And she actually broke the news to me, Josh. And then I told you that we got another shout out from Paul Anderson on Instagram saying that he's following us and he's watching and excuse me, listening. And, and that's Arthur Shelby, the actor that plays him. So Paul, love that you're a listener would be absolutely honored if you wanted to come on to the podcast, join our fantastic lists of great characters in the Peaky Sphere, one of the, the, the great fan favorites, and join us. So just shoot us an email at bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com. You, uh, you probably don't check your Instagram DMs because that's where I, I've been shooting at you. I've been sliding into them, but unsuccessfully. So if you're listening, enjoy the filming and, and hopefully you can jump on with us soon. She, she said, it's bittersweet that it's ending soon but exciting that we all have content in 2021. And so, you know, just wanted to give us a thanks for having another outlet for the Peaky Heads to keep their admiration going. And also mention that she's watching a few, uh, a few shows, one called Your Honor on Showtime with Brian Cranston. One, remember we mentioned that a couple, uh, yeah. couple episodes ago. 
Have you still want to watch it? As we as we mentioned, we we wanted to wait till it comes out in full so we can just binge it. Yep. Uh, but that's something that we'll definitely break down in the future once we watch it. Absolutely. I will say that I have dipped my toe into it a little bit. It's it's intriguing. I, it's a, you know it's it's one it's not a bit. I don't I don't feel like it's a binge show. But I've seen two episodes. Also, she said I've queued up Wandavision. So that's that's great. I like Wandavision. I don't know if Josh is is too deep I'm into not, the Marvel I'm world. Not the biggest, I'm not the biggest fan of Marvel stuff, but maybe I'll check it out. I just watched the uh, Tiger Woods documentary, which is phenomenal. If you really know, good, like like golf or just it, even if you don't like golf, the story is super super intriguing. Like it's crazy. So I mean, I don't know about you, Josh. I, I consider myself a slightly like newer golf fan. I didn't really know about the creator. I didn't really know about the Earl side of it. And that was all yeah. just news to me. I had, I had an understanding of it back when he passed. And I remember they talked about it. He talked about it. And my dad had always told me the story of the, 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 the jingling of the keys in his backswing to distract him, to get him ready for when he, when he gets on the tour one day. So I had, I had kind of known, but wow, wow, wow. That guy was insane. And it definitely caused him to go off the deep end a little bit. I'm not going to excuse his actions for what he did, but you are you are your your father's keeper, I guess. I'll say one more thing about Tiger, because I, I also loved it. It was a two-episode on HBO documentary. I think it was about three hours long. They did a great job, like, teasing the second episode. So it was oh, kind of lame that we had to I, wait a week. I was – well, I watched Oh, it. you got to binge it. I watched it uh, this on Sunday, and I was telling myself, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch one episode because it was late. It was like eleven o'clock, and it's like twelve twenty, so they're like hour and a half episodes, and they they have the the cliffhanger. I'm not gonna give it away to people who haven't listened. If if you want to listen, oh, I don't think you have to. It, it's not a spoiler. I think everyone knows what. Well, what I know. I'm just saying, like, like, I'm saying, like, like a spoiler of like, of like, oh, how the episode ends. Right. Like, like they're not gonna be like cliff hung if i give it away but that cliffhanger at the end i had to watch like the next episode like i, I had to, i wanted to be like a 130 that night like me and and mil and a couple million americans had to wait a week it was a bad i wish i waited the week and, and just watched them back to back but the most interesting thing in the entire documentary to me and it's something that i i'm not sure that i even had an idea of or anyone that i knew knew this and you tell me that his knee injury didn't even come from golf that it came from him getting trained with and the with, with the, Navy the SEALs. with the Navy SEALs and getting just his ass kicked and just kicked and kicked because he well, like I don't he wanted don't, it. Yeah, I don't know if you remember reading that ESPN piece. I think it was like a couple of years back, a few years back. Really go diving into the, like Tiger Woods and they talked about his obsession with training with the Navy SEALs and just his obsession with that kind of stuff. So I already knew kind of about that, but I didn't know that his knee injury had happened from that training. Right, like the most yeah. severe injury in this guy's, you know, first half of his career, and it wasn't even golf related. It was just because he was hungry for more anything. It's it's insane. So I mean, even if you don't like golf, and even if you don't like sports, it's an it's really well done documentary. It's super interesting, crazy story. So go check that out. And then one more email sent from Jen, who said, "Hey guys, just stumbled upon your podcast not too long ago. It's been amazing to listen to." So very nice to hear your perspectives. And it feels like we're all in the same inner peaky community. I love that, Jen. And uh, I agree. I, I, I wish there was you know a way for us all to kind of chat together. I feel like that's why I wanted to start the Patreon, have a community, have people messaging and putting you know comments and everything like that. 
She said, I absolutely loved your interviews. Do you think Finn Cole would ever come on? Because we just started watching Animal Kingdom because of him and Peaky, and we think that would be an awesome interview. If Thanks, you can get safe. Finn Cole on, we would be very happy because we would love that. <laughs> Does she think that we would mind? No, obviously. Trust me. If, uh, hey, how about this? If she can get Finn Cole on the pod for us, she is more than welcome to take my spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, how another one. Paul, I know you're listening, and and just put this part on speaker here and yell over to your uh, your coworker Finn because I am an avid Animal Kingdom fan. Um, he is really good in his his new movie that kind of takes place in like the tornado bowl and and the the, the black and white kind of days with Margot Robbie. And so Finn, more than welcome to jump on, and uh, <laughs> and and we'll be we'll be very happy to chat with you. Now, Josh, I, I want to finish up with something that's really funny because we like to make fun of ourselves a lot and an oncurring discussion on the pod and off the pod is that I, 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 I'm caught because like our first couple episodes are just so bad. They're, they're not very good. I didn't do a great job organizing it until like midway through the first season. I just went see, we just went through the entire episode like minute by minute instead of grouping together plot points or any of that. We were uneducated in certain geographic areas and we kind of just let it fly, which, you know, that's the way we are. We're kind of unfiltered guys. So I want to like re-record it. And we've talked about this and Josh, we got our first review from someone who gave us a shitty review after the first episode, which they're not alone in, and then came back and like kept listening to us, Josh. So that uh, I'm hoping more people are, uh, are, like, <laughs> are like our girl Gemma here because I'm gonna, I'm gonna read both of them. I'll read the, the five-star review first, but Josh, it's, uh, how do you feel about the scenario? Which scenario? They're just the whole, like, when your first couple episodes are not very good, like, I don't know, like, do you think, like, the pardon my take guys, their first couple episodes, or some of these oh, ringer sure, guys? I'm sure they were awful, too. I mean, I, like, that was our first time doing it. We didn't know what method to do it. We... We're brainstorming, you know, like I was probably nervous. You are, have experience in TV and, and, and radio and, and broadcasting. I don't. So my speech was not great. I was probably going way too fast. I was probably stuttering. I, uh, I think it was more about our, um, our chemistry. Yeah. And, and I think our lack of maybe like our, just our lack of total understanding of non-american things and we, we have one review that kind of like lets us off the hook for being american but it's it's just a it's a crack up so this is what this is what Gemma said she gave us five stars and she said my earlier review was a little prickly but based on the older episodes so i'd like to advise fans to get past the series one run though and stick with the lads because they definitely improve and give us some fab interviews with cast members they're just fans like us and they take on board feedback which is really sweet looking forward to their take on season six now and that's just it doesn't get it just makes you it makes you happy when someone just powers through and hopefully others listen it, that's 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 the point of a podcast i mean like you you gotta listen to every every episode you gotta power through like especially like in the in the middle seasons like season three we were probably like at our peak you know we were probably the best like really breaking down the episodes really giving our insight and just getting better at breaking it down. So we appreciate that review. 
We appreciate you sticking with us. And for all of those doubters and those naysayers out there, F you, man. <laughs> all right, well, here's Gemma's other review and we're gonna wrap it up on this. She deleted it, so I appreciate that, but I still have it pulled up back from, uh, this was six days earlier. So it, I guess she was just binging and, and got through a lot of our seasons in six days. But <laughs> this is a three star, so still not terrible. We've gotten some ones says, I don't want to be too harsh on these guys because where they went wrong is more than likely not their fault and because they're not British or Irish. They're obviously fans and enjoyed the show. I just listened to the season one, episode one breakdown and wowzer. I urge them to educate themselves on the troubles, Irish history, the Brits colonial past in Ireland and the pronunciation of Irish names, mainly Killian. Also, England is full of museums, galleries, filled with things often pilfered from invasions of other countries. So it wasn't news for us to see Grayson Campbell in an art gallery type place. Well, that's not what we were talking about at all. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's like, that's like a little ridiculous. Well, I think, I, if, if I can re recall season one, episode one, we were talking about how rare it was to find that in like near Birmingham. I think that's what we were talking about. Like I mean, okay, sorry, but like, I'm sorry I didn't know that there are plenty of museums and, and, and artifacts from other, from other countries and areas. I mean, I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. did not fit your liking. One funny thing also, Uncle Charlie has a scrap metal yard, which I'm sure Americans have that too, but that was an innocent mistake. Maybe we were, make, we were saying something about where he was or what his yard was. Um, she said, really opposed to the comparisons between female cast looks though, Ouch, that was misogynistic cringe fest. Yep. Full, I mean, full, full I acceptance. That was not my intention at all. We just purely were giving our observations that Grace was more attractive than Ada. I think that's, I mean, I, I think over the, the years, we've become a lot more understanding. Marissa comes on and we talk about the hot guys in the show. We just, <laughs> we're unapologetically they are hot open guys. to both they, sides. He is, is an attractive male. He's an attractive male. And there's ugly guys in the show. He's more attractive than, let's say, uh, Digbeth Kid. Exactly. And, <laughs> and we are a huge Dick, we are a pro Digbeth Kid podcast. We love we James are. Eels. He, 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 we, we are a pro James Eels podcast. And he would probably agree that Killian Murphy is more attractive than him. I That's think he'd not be the, Ada, the, the, the actress who plays Ada is not phenomenal. She's amazing. Sophie Rundle. She's great. I told she you. Is, she's, she's, a, she's a beautiful woman, too. It's just her role. It's not a big deal. Okay. Wrapping it up all in all, if you're a fan, it's good to listen to other fans take on the show. And this pod is just that. I just advise the lads to think a little bit before publicly polishing, publishing their inner thoughts. And Gemma, so happy that you've come on board with us and you're a five-star reviewer. And I hope you're appreciating all these shout outs. I'm never going to stop just uh, publicly publishing my inner thoughts. I'm just going to say that. I don't think Josh is going to either. That's just kind of what makes us who we it's, are. That's, that's the point of a podcast, man. You just got to, I mean, I'm sorry. We, we, we don't mean to offend people. So we'll try to get better, but this is an unfiltered peaky podcast. I'm an unfiltered kind of guy. And if you don't like me, then, you know, then I'm sorry. Listen, we are as the cigarettes that the Shelby smoke. There is not one exactly. filter in sight, nor exactly. is there on this pod. Josh, thank you so much for joining me once again. We will wrap this one up, get back to you soon. Good things coming on the Patreon horizon. I'm just going just gonna to leak that out there. Marissa and I have a couple pots in the, uh, in the oven, as you might want to say. And so keep an eye out for that. You can 
Catch us on Twitter at By Order of Peaky or Facebook at Peaky Podcast, facebook.com slash podcast. He's Josh. I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.